we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. I want to lay that out. Um, but before we do that, John, just the dynamic of the Texans playing at 7.15 on Saturday night when they've been in this same routine all year long with noon starts on Sundays. Literally, they're the only team the entire year that has not had their schedule disrupted. I think they're going to be fine. They've got plenty of vets on this team that know how to just sit around all day and wait for a primetime game to get there. But just early thoughts, because we'll do a deeper dive preview on Thursday on the on the podcast here, John. But just thoughts on the scheduling of this game. What's it say about the Texans that the, the league decided to go ahead and put this game in primetime on Saturday with the Monday Night Football crew. And I guess, you know, probably speaks a lot, I would imagine, to the box office of C.J. Stroud, I would think. I would think you're right. I'm still stunned that they have Pittsburgh and Baltimore in the early window. Even though the game doesn't mean anything for the Ravens, it's still a tremendous rivalry with the Steelers having a national audience. Texans have been one of the biggest, maybe the biggest surprise in the NFL this season. Still amazing to me, Sean. They have a chance to finish 10-7 and after they finish 3-13-1, and a chance to win the division or make the playoffs. But the big guns are going to be there. Joe Buck, Troy Eggman, Lisa Salters. Uh, they're going to bring out all their big guns for the Colts and the Texans. You know, the, the Texans have won four of their last eight there. And there's players on this team, not many, who have won in Indianapolis besides that game at the end of last year that meant so much but in a different way. So it's not like what used to be when they started 017 in Indianapolis mm-hmm. before they've gone four and four and they need a second victory in a row really, really bad. Really bad. I mean, it's just they win and they're in, they lose and they're out, and it's really simple. And then from there, if they win, then we sit and watch on Sunday and see where they go or if they end up staying at home uh, because they win the division and the Tennessee Titans, who I have very little faith in after watching them last week to do the Texans' dirty work for them. I think if I think the most likely scenario is that the Texans are – uh, or a seven seed uh, traveling to Buffalo. But I guess let's let's talk about that, John, because for a playoff picture that's been very crowded and convoluted all year long, I mean, so many teams, there was a point in the season where there were five or six teams with the same record, seven and six, something like that. Um, it thinned out last week for sure with a couple of teams losing. And as far as the Texans go, it's very, very simple. They're, they, if they win, they're in the playoffs. And if they win and Jacksonville loses, they're the division champs. There's only three scenarios as far as to where and who they could be playing come next weekend. I I won't even say Saturday or Sunday because we don't know what day that would be. But if they win the division, they'll be home for the Cleveland Browns. It'll be a rematch of the game that just took place a couple of weeks ago. If they're a wild card, depending on what happens in the other games, they could either be the sixth seed traveling to Kansas City or the seventh seed traveling to Buffalo. Do you have a preference among all those scenarios? If if the Texans are to win, if do you have a favorite of those three different scenarios? Absolutely. They asked me on In the Loop, would you rather play Buffalo or Kansas City or home against the Browns? I said, home against the Browns. Yeah. Now, Flacco's thrown a lot of interceptions. Case Keenum didn't play in the first game. The secondary was awful. They got short. They got. They don't need long memories because it's been so uh, close since they played them and they get some injured players back. Give me the Browns at NRG Stadium with a sold-out crowd. Uh, any day over traveling to Orchard Park, New York, 
or Kansas City, even though both of those teams have been struggling lately, especially the Chiefs. But you can't believe, can't beat that home cooking. I, John, I, two things I think I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you on that answer. Like I just, I, I'm, I tip, take a step back and I go, am I, am I taking crazy pills that I don't want to win the division? Like it's the, it's the uh, Cleveland's a good team that's playing good football. But look, Joe Flacco's played four or five games, you know, and there have been interceptions. There have been should be interceptions with Joe Flacco. I think there's also an element of, boy, he's never played at this level other than one postseason his entire career. What goes up must come down. And I think two things about this. One, if you'd said the sentence two months ago, as we all get swept up in Flacco mania, if you had said, look, these are your playoff scenarios, would you like to play a home game against Joe Flacco? Or would you like to go on the road to play either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> I would have been like, what are we to, What are we talking about here? What are we doing? So I, I can't just look at five games of Joe Flacco and be scared of that. And I understand the Browns have a good defense. But that brings me to my second point. I think to pick any of the other two scenarios is disrespectful to C.J. Stroud. You didn't have C.J. freaking Stroud in that game against the Cleveland Browns. Like he, He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And all of a sudden, we're just conceding that, nope, the Browns are going to do the same thing to C.J. Stroud that they did to Case Keenum. Get out of here with that. So I'm with you. Like, wh when do we want to stop winning divisions? Like, this is this is silly to me. So um, not to mention it's indoors versus playing in cold weather in Kansas City or Buffalo. Like, I, I just – either of those choices to me – like, I, I can entertain an argument, would you rather go to Kansas City or go to Buffalo? I can sit there and debate those, and I think that's actually a fairly easy argument this year too. I'd rather play Kansas City given how kind of just – disjointed their season's been this year they, they just they've got bad mojo around that team I think they need an offseason to kind of reset um but to throw the scenario of them winning the division in there and go no let's just keep talking about these two wild card scenarios that's just silly to me I agree the yeah. Flacco I know they're wacko for Flacco as they're screaming up there all day every day and uh, I just think it'd be a they may not win the game over the Browns, but it wouldn't be lopsided. I don't think on the first play they're going to hit a 53-yard gain to Amari no. Cooper. Uh, even though he likes to throw the ball deep, I think they would get to him more, especially yeah. if Will Anderson's back. And we got a lot coming up on Will Anderson in the general news and notes. But Ooh, uh, to me, with, without a doubt, it would have to be to have the Browns here for a home game rather than playing – Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen on the road. Yeah, the more I talk about it, the sillier I think it is that we're even debating this. Not you and me. I mean, you and I are on the same side of this, but that there's Landry put up a poll about this, and I think 49% of the people agree with us. 42% though said they'd want to go to Kansas City. Like 8% said they'd want to go to Buffalo. That's the only thing we can all agree on is a trip to Buffalo to play the Bills to be miserable. And the wild thing about that is the Bills might not even make the playoffs. If they lose and the Steelers win, uh, they, they're, they're out. <laughs> the Bills are. So... Crazy, crazy time.